You know, there's been a lot of talk about this over the past week, and reaction continues to to pour in over that surprising and somewhat controversial firing of longtime CTV National News anchor Lisa Laflamme. Laflamme said she was blindsided by the move. Of course, there's been talk of challenging workplace dynamics, but also plenty of outrage fueled by allegations that Laflamme was let go to executives disapproving about her decision to let her hair go gray. Bell Media has since announced that it would be launching an internal review over the entire debacle and it sparked another conversation about the uh, pressures and the negativity female broadcasters deal with from viewers, listeners and management alike. Our next guest knows it all too well. Linda Steele is a 35-year veteran of television and radio known as her time as a broadcaster with Global Edmonton, CTV Vancouver, CBC and our sister station CKNW in Vancouver. Her new show, Steel and Vance, is set to launch on Check TV and BC on September 8th. Hi, Linda. Welcome to the show. Hello, girlfriend. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm great. It's great to hear your voice. I've missed you, my friend. I know me too. All right, but you're going back onto TV. You're going to like, yeah, 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 from the from the fire right back into the fire f- frying plan frying pan, Linda. I must be insane. You know, it was such a joy to go from TV where everybody was on you about your hair and your outfits and your lipstick to go to radio when suddenly they couldn't see you, yeah. and it was about what you're saying and what your opinion is. So in a way, that was great to have that sort of cloak of anonymity when you walk down the street in Vancouver and people are like, hey, wait a minute, didn't you used to be on CTV? <laughs> Aren't you that person who used to whatever? So yeah, radio was actually kind of cool. But here I am. I must be nuts going back into TV, but I'm actually looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing you back on the air as well. Linda, what, what was it like? I mean, for a long, long time, you manned the desk here at Global Edmonton as a 6 o'clock news anchor, along with Gord Steinke, and uh, we worked together for a hunk of that time. And um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what was it like? What was the reality of it uh, when it came to, when it came to, I mean, my gosh, we were there telling the news, your job as a journalist to tell the news, but it seemed like that was second to a lot of other things. Well, and you know exactly what I'm about to say because you experienced it too. The reality was in TV, there was way too much focus on your appearance. So nightly, uh, we had our night assignment editor would have to pick up the phone during the newscast where mostly I'll add female viewers would call in and say, that woman's hair, she looks like a prostitute. (laughs) So-and-so, she's put on 10 pounds, she's fat. I can't stand that lipstick. approved that outfit and it was just a tirade just a steady stream of calls and this was really when twitter was in its infancy Mm -hmm. thank god so people had to make an effort to actually be really rude and cruel and they would phone routinely or snail mail some two-page wobbly handwritten letter about how much they couldn't stand you and they didn't like the way you dressed or whatever i mean it was relentless and I'm only saying that with the proviso that it was a great job and 98, let's say, percent of the people and the viewers either maybe thought something, didn't like that dress, but I don't feel the need to actually reach out and attack you for it 
I'll just let that pass. Most people don't say anything, but there were sure a lot of people who felt um, inclined to have to reach out and be nasty. And, you know, and to be honest with you, you know, there were kind of rules that we had to follow as well that uh, that came from the company, uh, too. I mean, that, that was just fact. Yeah. I mean, you know, was, you're, you're in some cases hair and sometimes you can't wear that on air. I can remember someone telling us once, don't wear too much lip gloss. You don't want to look like you just came from a barbecue, you know, eating. <laughs> eating, eating ribs, and it went on and on and on. And I mean, and some people listening might be poo-pooing this thing. Okay, you know what? The appearance is part of the job, though. I mean, that's part of being on TV. But it shouldn't take over the conversation, should it? Well, let me say two things. One is that I worked alongside Gordon Stanky, who I love for 20 years, my co-host, and I can recall exactly once when he sat at his desk and listened to a voicemail and his face sort of collapsed, and I said, what was that? And he was really hurt, and it was a woman who'd gone on and on and on for a minute or so to rail about a tie that he was wearing that she didn't like. And his feelings were really hurt, and I felt sorry for him, but in my, my thought bubble was like, yeah, you don't know the half of it. <laughs> so, I mean, the guys just didn't get the same kind of scrutiny. They could wear a black suit, a gray suit, a navy suit they could just rotate them and switch out a tie and nobody cared nobody said anything their hair was short unless they grew a mustache or a beard no one said a word it was the women in television who were routinely attacked for their looks and Jalen, you know as well as i do mm. that you don't get hired for the top job because you're some sort of supermodel. Mm -hmm. You got hired for the job because you're a journalist, you're skilled, you're a good communicator, you're a mentor and a leader in the newsroom. That's your job. And yeah, you don't want to have, you know, three teeth and a lazy eye or what have you. You don't want your appearance to be distracting. But somehow the audience got this idea that unless you were a supermodel, then there was something wrong with you. You know, at one point I thought things might have been getting better. I looked at, you know, the national news and I saw women, you know, headlining the national news, you know, Donna Friesa and Lisa Laflamme, just to, to name a few. And then I see kind yeah. of, you know, what's happened recently. And I, and I wonder if we've been set back a little bit. Has it gotten better or is it getting worse? I was so thrilled. I wrote a column for the Edmonton Journal once about the fact that finally, I think there was a period of time where all the major networks in Canada had female news anchors in the key position. And I thought, yeah, ladies, it's finally our time. But I think that what happened with Lisa Laflamme, and I'm going to say, I don't think her dyeing her hair gray or letting it go gray was the reason she was let go. I really don't. But because they haven't been transparent about it and she hasn't been able to talk probably because of a non-disclosure clause, we're left speculating. Was it ageism, sexism? Was there misogyny? Was it a diversity play? They wanted to go younger, have a BIPOC host. Was she too big for her pants in the newsroom? Mm -hmm. Was she too forceful, too much of a leader? Did she say, no, we're doing it this way versus that way? Which, by the way, is her job. Mm -hmm. So it, I'm, we're left speculating. But clearly they made a decision that has blown 
blown up spectacularly in their faces. Linda Steele joining me this afternoon. Before I let you go, Linda, I mean, you know, the, the appearance, um, you know, the tweets and the, and the emails and the phone calls aside, we have seen a horrifying rise in the increase of violent oh threats, violent yeah. threats, racist threats, um, you know, mainly towards uh, female broadcasters and BIPOC broadcasters. Yeah. What goes through your mind when you're reading these letters? I've seen these letters. They've been posted to Twitter by the by the, the by the journalists who are receiving them. I mean, what the what the what is going on? Well, I mean, I've actually received some. I saw some of these uh, female journalists and media people tweeting out screen grabs of some of the most horrific, criminal, violent sexually uh, racist, uh, just you name it, stuff that you're like, what? All mm -hmm. kinds of offensive language. And I tweeted back in defense of this woman just saying, this is disgusting. Mm -hmm. It's criminal. It's got to end. And within minutes, I received a couple, I believe, from the same person full of the C word mm. and the suggestion that I should for my show, it should be on a gallows, and I should break my neck, and I should be dead, and everyone was going to laugh. And I'm just thinking, what? I think it is the rise of the extreme right, this group of people that believe that somehow their lives are being restricted, and it's women's fault, and it's, you know, a BIPOC uh, media in particular. There's a real hate on for the media right now, and in particular for women and people of diversity and color. And I just think that something has to be done about it because what they're saying is criminal and yeah, disgusting. It is absolutely disgusting. And we saw the Canadian Association of Journalists put forward yeah. a letter recently and a lot of calls for, for you know, people to stand up and do more. And I think the companies that, um, yeah, that everyone's working for need to take a stronger stand as well. Linda, without a doubt, you're going to have plenty to talk about when your oh, new yeah. show kicks off on uh, Check TV <laughs> Thursday, September 8th. Linda Steele, Jody Vance, two of my favorite uh, journalists uh, of all time. Steely, one of my best friends uh, on the planet. Oh, yeah. Great to talk with you this afternoon. Thanks for doing this. Thanks so much, my friend. Have a good day. Yeah, talk to you soon. Linda Steele joining us this afternoon. For